Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour two of Oilers Now. It's Brendan Escott. Bob is traveling. I got the call up. What do you think? Things are going okay. No no angry callers. None of that. Well, I mean, at least not about what's going on here. A lot of angry callers about, you know, the team. And some of it's warranted. Some of it, I mean, people are going to be frustrated no matter what. There's some bright spots on this team right now. I mean, I'm of the opinion that Connor and Leon playing together, yeah. I mean, $21 million for a top line. Yikes. But if it's working, and if it's one of few things working, ride it. Title sponsor of Oilers Now, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printer, and more at digitex.ca. You can call me on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. And of course, you can text in at 630-630. That's the Heartland Ford text line. You think all dealerships are the same? Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. And I will take one quick moment here as well to tell you that you can book with New West Travel. Oilers fans, join Oilers now on two great road trips, one to Nashville, one to Las Vegas, to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the whole league. The Oilers Now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with the man himself, Bob Stoffer, and some special guests, and parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Space is limited to get on these road trips to Nashville and Vegas for Oilers Now Road Trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. All right. Let's talk about some of what's going on in the text line again. This one doesn't even have a location for where it's coming out of. But it, one of the most embarrassing weekends I have ever had being an Oilers fan. This one's on Todd. He says, Lucic on top line for the right reason on Saturday, but then the game gets away and he doesn't adapt back. Sunday, Talbot was left to stew in the stink instead of getting the hook. It's like Todd didn't want the four points. Some people think that. 
I don't necessarily know that. I mean, this is certainly not all on Coach McClellan. I mean, he can only do what he can do with the players at his disposal right now. So there's a lot of contributing factors to the struggles. And there's, you know, a lot of reasons that this team can turn it around too. But it's just a frustrating time. And, you know, we're going to air that out a little bit. I don't mind that. Bob mentioned the roster. This one comes out of uh, Peace River, Alberta. Bob mentioned the roster not being where it needs to be. We've been saying that for two years now, so what does that mean for Pete? Or does accountability only go down to the young kids in this organization? Again, that's one of the opinions floating around out there. Sirius Gord is calling from Red Deer on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Gord, how are you doing today? Excellent, my friend. Good to hear your voice. Thank You're, you very uh, much. You, see, you seem energized, which is good. Well, there's a lot to be fired up about right now. <laughs> well, I wish the team was a bit as energized as you are. Yeah, I, they they are for stretches, right? And then it seems to just tail off. Well, and I think that's there's a symptom. Uh, there are various symptoms of that. That there, I think you would agree. Statistically, Clefbaum has the most minutes per game in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And Larson's not far behind. They look exhausted. They, I don't think either of those guys is really built to play first-line minutes, as many minutes as they are. And the, 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 the grim reality is if you try to cut them back, then you got two other tire fire lines or pairs put out on the ice even longer than they are now. So, you know, clearly this team doesn't have the horses. We, that's, I think that's plainly obvious after yep. 20 games. But I think the realization fans have to come to is that they are not going to make the playoffs. If you look at their record, I figure 96 points get you in. And at 96 points, they would have to go 39 and 23. That means they'd have to play as good as the fourth place team the league has so far this year. Does anybody listening to my voice think that this team is capable of being the fourth best team for the rest of the year? Yeah, no that's, chance. that's a tough one. That's a tough one to buy into with the way that they've been playing. But if, no, we, had, if we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago when they you know, were on that big high, different story. Agreed. But that's the thing, right? I mean, you start to run, you run out of runway after a while. And, and clearly they, they have it yet again. The point of all that being now is that if we're going to make decisions, we need to make longer term ones, not shorter term ones. We can't be trying to save a season that I think possibly by uh, Tuesday of next week when this team returns will clearly be out of the, out of out of uh, out of reach um, does that mean wholesale management uh, change in management absolutely from the very very top save the owner on on down does it mean changes to the roster you know how how many years are we from being a cup contender now? Well, Looking I at mean, the lineup and the depth we have now, we're at least three years away. I would say there's a lot season. of, yeah, they, there's a lot of guys that are just on the cusp of their prime at this point, and this is sort of where the team is at, given that the core is still a very young core. Now, I'll say this, Gord, I think that of all the years in the Pacific Division, you might not need 96 this year, based on how everybody else has been playing around the Oilers. So, to that end... Maybe they do have to make a push. Maybe they do, you know, trade a little bit. I, I agree. I Listen, I'm an avid fantasy sports player. Not that this has much relevance, but I always think way too far down the road, and then you end up losing a lot in the short term. And right. at the end of the day, you need butts and seats, right? But so we're three seasons away, this one and two more, before hopefully we're, we're they're a cup contender. That means we've wasted, if my math is right, either six or seven years of Connor McDavid. Um, that is a tragedy 
from an uh, from a hockey standpoint that I don't know if this this franchise will ever overcome um, as a squandering of a great talent. You got to think he's frustrated. Um, changes need to happen, but like I say, you know, making making rash ones today for very short term gain mm-hmm. could make it a four or five year interval before we get back. Yeah, understood. And well, I appreciate the call, Gord. We're gonna we're Thanks, gonna buddy. move along here. Take care. Take care. And we've managed to conference them together. Mike from Ottawa, I'm trying to get you. You there? Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, buddy. What's your, What's on your mind? Hey, man, I missed it. It sounded like serious. that was serious Gord going on. Is that right? It sure was. You got it. Uh, okay, so I hope I don't repeat some of the stuff he says. I'm usually not as negative as him, and I don't have as deep of a voice. But uh, <laughs> in, in terms of I'm just trying to look for reasons for hope. I mean, as an Oilers fan, uh, you know, there's there's – for years we've been, you know, the, talking about the future, the future of the young guys, and we've been rotating from hope all the way to where we are now. And McDavid, hopefully, where the buck stops for all that. And I, I, everybody complaining about the wasted years we've already had. What, what I'm wondering is, like, when this year started, it sounded like, you know, we were worried about the right wing, and we had a couple young guys play RV Yamamoto, and it was kind of assumed that hopefully both would pop. And if both didn't pop, at least one would pop. But it was pretty much sounded like Shirelli was betting on at least one being productive. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can't – we're already quarter way through the season almost here. And with the American Thanksgiving coming up, and we all know the stats about, you know, where, where we are and if the chance to make it to the playoffs and all that. It's not looking the best right now, and I'm not saying it's over, but it's been a really stinking run coming up here that's been, that's been um, happening in the past seven games. So – with these guys in the young in the in the minors, like Pulleyarvi, last time he went down, he didn't kill it. He actually he actually did did pretty poor. And I remember that lots of stuff were saying you have to get him up because there's not enough talented people. What, did you guys think that these guys are going to be able to pop and actually help the team this year and save them before it's over? Uh, Yamamoto, I think, is a lot further along that trajectory than uh, than yes, he is. Just based on what we've seen, I think uh, for a young player, in my opinion, at the very least, you've got to go out there with a very high work ethic, and Yamamoto does that. Even if he doesn't have that finish yet, he's still going to have to figure out at five foot seven how to play with the big boys at this level. And he he flashed. He definitely flashed that he can do that. Um, you know, and as far as yes, he goes. And again, you know, it's, it's rare that I get a chance to actually throw my my honest opinion out there. I don't think that he thinks the game well enough to be able to stick in the league right now. That's just what it boils down to. So, every all indications are saying, Mike, that uh, that Jay Woodcroft down in Bakersfield is is kind of a guy that can provide that learning curve for him. So we'll see. Patrick Russell to me. I mean, if they if they wanted a fourth line guy to come up, maybe he was better than Yamamoto. But Yamamoto is going to be back sooner than later, from what I can tell. Well, I would hope, and I hope that Pogliarvi does gain a confidence, but I'm just a bit worried because the last time down in the NHL, they're all like, well, there's, you know, the players aren't skilled enough, so he needs to be in the NHL. Sometimes it's like that where you know, a player like him needs, but then I agree with you about him thinking the game, and I don't know if that's a mental thing that he's going to mature and get be able to think of well or if that's always going to plague him. I mean, don't forget to Chuck went after Pogliarvi, and look at how much he's contributed. And I know you could, it's easy to compare, but, man, we've just made blunder after blunder, and I don't know if Pogliarvi's a blunder, but I think the way he's been handled, we cannot give a round of applause to our management and say he's been handled, even though we knew when we drafted him we already had development issues and we knew we had to get better, but yet we still failed to get better. That's the part as a frustrating as an Oilers fan. You know, anyways, appreciate your advice, man. I'm trying to stay positive. 
and uh, I, I have surgery tomorrow for vocal surgery. I won't be able to talk for two weeks. So I hope when I can talk again, we'll be in a playoff spot and I'll be cheering instead of uh, silently being grumpy. <laughs> that sounds good. We have good luck hey. with all that, Mike. And hey, you can always Thanks, text man. us if you don't have the voice. I will do. Thanks. Yeah, take care. Way. So Mike raises some good points. I mean, you've got you've got plenty of prospect pool you know, depth, if you will. A lot of it, a little bit away. But uh, but for reasons to be positive, that's where I would turn right now. We're going to turn to a break here on Oilers Now. It is Brendan Escott filling in. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For Bob Stoffer, I will get to some stats from the youngsters down in the farm, down in the OHL when we come back. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Creeping up on 120 here in Edmonton. Brendan Escott pinch hitting for Bob Stoffer. Bob will be back tomorrow. He'll be in a hotel room in San Jose, California. I envy that. Though the weather today is not that bad, is it? A little sloppy out after the snow over the weekend. We'll tell you right now, some guests on this show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and Sherwood Park. So as promised, I, I took the time this morning. I figured this would be a neat little thing, especially at a time where, you know, people are, are needing something to look forward to within the organization. So I figured, well, let's let's take a look at some of the prospects that are, you know, making their rounds down in the OHL, even the AHL. And we'll start on the back end and we'll look right at Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear's a guy I'm surprised hasn't already had a cup of coffee in the league this year. I thought that when Bouchard was sent down, that Bear would be the guy called upon. And he was hurt at the time, from what I can understand. He missed some time with a shoulder injury. He is now up to eight games played. He doesn't have a goal yet. He's got two assists, 14 pims, and he's plus five playing down there for Jay Woodcroft. At some point this year, he will be with the team. There's no doubt about it. He's got the offensive skill. He's a puck-moving defenseman, from what I can tell. And that's something that you'll hear a lot of people in this organization say that they're lacking right now on the back end. Keep your eyes peeled. I have a lot of faith that Ethan Bear is going to be one of the, maybe not yet, but one of the pieces later on for this hockey team. And of course, Evan Bouchard, 19 years old, tearing it up in London right now, captaining the London Knights. Three goals, four assists, seven points, and only six games. He's plus 11. Obviously, everybody knew that when he went back down to that team, there was a lot of insulation for him. He plays with Adam Boakvist, who, if I'm not mistaken, was the 10th overall pick in the most recent draft. So, yeah, I mean, he's getting to run with good players, but... This is why they didn't want to necessarily have to send him down there because he's he's playing with a very, very good team in which they're not going to necessarily be tested defensively. 
Caleb Jones down at Bakersfield. You listen to the show. You've heard Bob talk about it a thousand times. Caleb Jones having a breakout season, 11 points in 13 games, plus two is their fourth round pick from 2015. Could he be the next one to get called up? Possibly. It seemed like Ethan Bear was quite far ahead of him last season. I think Jones has closed the gap in that race. Let's turn now to Ryan McLeod, Mississauga Steelhead. Had a legitimate shot at making this roster out of camp. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he brought a lot of the style of game that's skating, even as a big centerman, that the team, hey, they're lacking. You heard Bob say it. Cooper Marodi as uh, the third-line center right now. Great hockey sense. Does he have the foot speed? Is that something he can change? We'll find out. How about Dmitry Samarukov? Oh, just before I round out McLeod, he's got 22 points in 18 games right now. Five goals, 17 assists. Dmitry Samarukov, big defenseman down in Guelph, had the chance to catch him. Uh, he was on national TV on Saturday playing, and he's a physical force. 21 games played. He's going to be more of a defensive defenseman from what I can tell. Six assists. He's plus three, but he's 6'2", 180, and he's only 19. So if he fills out, uh, if he fills out that frame... You know, is that an option? It'll be a few years down the road, but possibly. Ostap Safin, 19 years old, a Halifax moosehead. Seven games played. Eight points, plus five. Played nine games in Bakersfield last year, so he's he's gotten a taste of what that, uh, that pro level of hockey is like. He only got one point in those nine games, but Ostap Safin, a, a name to remember. He's a winger as well. We all know the trials and tribulations of the Oilers' wingers. At least that was a story preseason. And finally, Kirill Maximov, 19 of the Niagara Ice Dogs, fifth-round pick in 2017. Last year, he had 80 points in 62 games. This year, 24 points in 19 games. So the the future, I thought, honestly, guys, my opinion was that they have drafted pretty darn well in the past couple of years. But as far as what that means for you know the immediate future, probably not much. The odd text trickles in across the Heartland Ford text line as well at 6.30, asking, well, hey, why don't we just bring Bouchard back up? You can't. You had to make that decision and, and hey, call into question why after scoring his first goal in the team's probably best game of the year against Washington, he was returned to juniors. Obviously, the development coaches figured that he was better served by uh, by spending the rest of this year down there. He can get called up after that season is done with the London Knights. We'll see. We'll see if that's the case. But uh, for now, I mean, <laughs> the prospects on this team, everybody wants to talk about a lack of confidence with Yessa Pugliarvi. Well, a good place to get confidence is absolutely tearing up the OHL, tearing up the World Juniors like many expect Bouchard to do. Let's check in on that Heartline Ford text line. Mike in St. John's says, with the Oilers clearly off the rails, would an honest attempt to trade for Nylander make sense? This comes up a lot lately. It might cost the Oilers Larson plus one of either Puyarvi, Yamamoto, or possibly the first pick in June, but it would be an opportunity to have a Nuge, McDavid, and Ratty top line with Nylander, Dreisaitl, Chase on as the second line. Lucic would have to waive his no-movement clause in order to be moved, and the Oilers would likely have to eat some of that salary. But playing with backup goaltending and currently eight players <laughs> is not working and won't work. Listen, there's, all day long we'll see trade suggestions come across this text line. The more that I see this team struggle offensively, the more it would be nice to see them try and finagle something for William Nylander. But think about it honestly. Sit there wherever you're listening to me in your car, wherever. When was the last time you saw a really splashy move like that take place, particularly in this organization? It's tough to do. It's tough to do when you don't have a cap crunch on. They do. 
There's no money there. And Toronto is going to have to take on Milan Lucic, who, I mean, right now, why would anybody want to trade for the kind of production? at $6 million that Lucic is putting up. And he does have that no-movement clause, so he tells you where he's going to go. Unless something gets restructured. I don't know. And finally, I, I want to touch on this just before we head off to a news update. I, I'm sure we're getting close. This is Brendan Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer, by the way. Everybody wants Joel Quenville here. Joel Quenville's not coming to Edmonton. I'm on record as saying that right now. Please get that out of your head. He's too expensive. He doesn't necessarily even want to coach for the rest of this season. And I don't know if you've been on the internet, but he was tailgating at the Chicago Bears game doing ski shots and having the time of his life. And if you think for one second that he wants to give that up, the man's made millions of dollars coaching a very successful dynasty in Chicago. You think he wants to come up here to a franchise that is very much in the pressure cooker right now with how they've been performing and and try and take that on and rebuild? Yeah, he could coach McDavid. But where else is the appeal? If I'm Joel Quinville, thanks, but no thanks. I'm taking the rest of this year off. And then maybe we'll talk with somebody in a nice sunny destination next year about maybe coaching that team. It's 127 in Edmonton. We're going to step aside for a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, I'm going to try and wrangle Reed Wilkins. We'll get his thoughts on the state of the Oilers. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.